0: Having served in over 750 monitorships, no one has more experience as an independent monitor than the team at Affiliated Monitors. For more information on how an independent monitor can help improve your company's ethics and compliance programs, visit this month's sponsor, Affiliated Monitors, at www.affiliatedmonitors.com. Compliance Terms and Conditions in Joint Venture Agreements. Numerous U.S. companies have come to FCPA grief for their overseas joint ventures, and it continues to be a bane for many companies under the act. There are several basic compliance terms and conditions which should be considered for any foreign joint venture to help U.S. companies manage these compliance risks. As a starting point, it is important to have compliance terms and conditions there are multiple reasons for doing so. To set expectations between the parties. Obviously, having an appropriate set of compliance terms and conditions can tell both sides what's going to be expected of them, both legally and also values-wise. Two, to demonstrate the seriousness of the issue to the non-U.S. joint venture partner, whether that be state-owned enterprise, or a part of a foreign government. And three, to provide a financial incentive to do business in a compliant manner. So I'm going to list some of the positions, excuse me, provisions I believe you should include in your joint venture agreement. Number one, prohibition Of all forms of bribery and corruption, many foreign joint venture partners may not understand that the FCPA applies to them if they partner in a business relationship with a U.S. company. Further, they do not understand that they may be foreign officials under the, may be government officials as defined by the FCPA. This must all be spelled out for them, so you should have the language regarding the following. Prohibition of all forms of bribery and corruption. Affirmation of FCPA compliance, which should be in writing, it should be That the company has met the tenets of the FCPA. Finally, an agreement to comply with local laws and customs regarding anti bribery. Number two, right to cancel and recruitment rights. This should include the right to cancel the contract if there is a compliance violation or breach of contract because it allows you maximum flexibility. Withhold any payments due if such actions occur. Allow for disgorgement of any monies previously paid under the agreement if these actions occur, and then finally take any other actions you deem appropriate. Number three, you need to spell out all of the duties that you might have. Uh, This should include that any agent has a continuing duty to adhere to training and due diligence requirements, ongoing due diligence requirements, duty to report changes in ownership structures, of any non-U.S. partner, a requirement that the joint venture will follow generally accepting accounting or GAAP principles and, you, and conduct an audit by an agreed-upon independent accounting firm. Prohibit creation of any funds without the approval of the joint venture's governing body. A supermajority uh, may be appropriate here. If a foreign joint venture partner has day-to-day management operations, require dual signatures for checks or ETF withdrawals from joint venture bank accounts. Require that the joint venture conduct extensive due diligence on any agents, consultants, or third parties retained by the joint venture. And require the implementation of a code of business conduct by the joint venture. I know I mentioned uh, auditing a little bit earlier, but I want to highlight that. This is an important tool in your FCPA risk management profile around joint ventures. It must be included in any joint venture agreement your company may enter into the governing documents in addition to putting your non-us partner on notice that you're not simply willing to look the other way once the agreement is signed it is an active acknowledgement that there will be ongoing transactional due diligence during the term of the joint venture agreement if any illegal payments are made or discovered the u.s company should retain full access to the audit trail which it can then turn over to the proper authorities Additionally, the joint venture should have a right to audit any agent for which it may use. Of course, if you have audit rights, you better exercise them. The same calculus is true for termination rights. If you have a good faith belief that your non-U.S. partner has violated the FC- FCPA, you better, have the, you better exercise that right to terminate. If you do not do so, your U.S. company will probably be in more hot water with the Department of Justice. Number five, prohibited parties. The JV will not deal with U.S.-designated prohibited parties or prohibited countries. Number six, certifications. You should specify that the foreign partners will annually and personally certify that they have not violated the FCPA on any matter relating to the joint venture, are aware of no FCPA violations by the joint venture which they have not previously reported and have received and understood annual FCPA training. Finally, another area that is problematic is how to make payments. Some of the compliance tools here I would suggest are always try to make your payments via wire transfer, no large upfront payments unless designated uh, for legitimate startup expenses, pay only to the named company, i.e. the joint venture, not unknown third parties, You can pay in local currency or you can pay in U.S. dollars. Whatever you choose, the key is consistency in who you are paying and your documentation or how you're paying and your documentation. Pay the country's agents, um, uh, joint ventures agents in the country of residence, their country of residence or where the work is done. And then finally, require justification for payment for many agents. Of course, all of these steps should be taken only after extensive due diligence has been completed. After the contract is signed, your company will have to work just as hard to complete the, keep the compliance program for the, the joint venture robust and meaningful. However, with these terms and conditions in place, you will at least have a chance to maintain your FCPA obligations and to manage the risks that is involved when working with non-U.S. companies. So what are today's three key takeaways? Number one, failure to secure appropriate compliance terms and conditions in a joint venture agreement can cause great FCPA risk for a company. Two, certifications are important rights to obtain and follow up on. And three, audit rights must be secured. And equally importantly, audit rights must be exercised. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox. I'd like to thank you again for joining me for this episode of 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program around business ventures, and I hope you will join me for our next episode tomorrow. Also, I'd like to shout out to our sponsor, Affiliated Monitors, for sponsoring this month's podcast series. This podcast series on 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network.